You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. My friends like dressing up, even when it's not Halloween. Uh-huh. I realize that one they, of them was wearing one of my coats. They wanted to dress up as in a uh, as all the characters of Winnie the Pooh. And who would you be? Who would you think I'd be? Eeyore? Why the fuck does everyone <laughs> think I'm Eeyore? What the fuck is that? It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. My mother forgot the introduction of our podcast. No, I did not. I was you... distracted by the Instagram thing uh, questions going on. Okay, well, we're I'm steering Instagram us... live right now. And as we're well. also on castbox.fm or the Castbox app. And so this is a we'll live be... podcast. Yes, it's a Monday show, a Monday morning after show, which means that we get to talk to you, our wonderful listeners, hear your comments, your questions, your zodiac signs. Everything. Everything. The whole kit and caboodle. You can join us and, uh, and and just pipe on in at Mondays around noon, except when you get a little delayed from fa- familial problems. Oh, again with that. Okay. Anyway, uh, we, on Thursdays, we have a guest. Last week, we kind of were guests, and we had uh, Sophia and Courtney from the Private Parts Unknown podcast interviewing us. That was a fun one. It was, it was not only a fun, but it was, uh, it was just, if you ever want to know the origins of Sex Talk with My Mom, go listen to that one. You're going to hear a lot of stuff that you may never have heard before. Did you see this girl, Chellan, what she what she wrote for us on, on Instagram? What did she, she write? She created a story, which we love when you guys do, by the way. Yeah, so if you guys want to really get comfortable and fun and get loving with us. What the fuck? All you Basically, need to do is, is add a picture. Of wherever uh, you're listening to the podcast. Yeah, and we'll repost it. Yes, we'll repost it. So, so she just took a picture of the podcast episode that she was listening to and then wrote, first she quoted me. Oh, you get it. You know what this abyss looks like. Oh, Cam, you got quotes. I got quote. And then she said, thank you at Single Cam Comedy for being the first person to make me feel normal and the fact that I find people infinitely more attractive if they have lost a parent. Oh. I really didn't think other people felt this way. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, I think it, it was especially that particular um, trait was especially relevant to me in the in the years immediately after Dad's right, death. Right, right, and me now, too. Now, yeah. now, I probably would have an impact now, but I'm, I'm, I think I'm more open minded to um, people that have people lost who parents. haven't had extreme tragedy in their life. But, but it, it is an interesting way to bond with someone, you know. Well, also, it shows that they have empathy. And that's really a very important trait to have. Yeah, it's easier to to feel what the other person is feeling if you've gone through something similar. So uh, support just asks the question I want to get to. How are you so comfortable about talking sex? Okay. You want to answer that? What? You bring up a question and you launch it at me? Yes. I'm comfortable because you've made it very comfortable. You've created a non-judging environment for me to talk about sex. And I feel very similar. Yeah. All right. That answers support's question. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is hard it is hard to uh to be public about something if you know there's someone judging you out there about it. I I literally just experienced this minutes ago. What happened? Well, I reposted this this post that Chellan Yeah. 
had had so kindly written about you about me and my mm-hmm. personal Instagram and oh. I there's someone out there who I know kind of I suspect judges me and I, I immediately this person always checks out my fucking posts I know and then I I'm hate... like god damn it do I need to block this person from seeing this you, or do I just you know what you can do I just no you can no, mute no, no, them no. no here's the thing I am the source of this tension this discomfort this discomfort it's entirely so me this person is not really judging fuck they might be judging but who gives a fuck is it a male or a female i'm not getting involved with this okay I, but who gives a fuck you know we well, give no fucks it's in our manifesto it, 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 i i i've been thinking recently i'm the source of my own pain insecurity what, what is this we're correcting over here insecurity no no pain the what? pain that i'm experiencing when i see this person checking me out or something like that is entirely self-made. Oh. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. Did There's you have a disagreement with this person ever? I don't want to get into this either. Oh, okay. What's the probing questions over here? <laughs> you, 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 take, the, take the hint. This is not one of those things I want to be talking about so openly. <laughs> okay, so you just feel like you shouldn't be affected when you see people like looking at your posts. But and... this goes on to all sorts of... Anytime, you know, if I feel like I'm acting in accordance with my values... In my, in my beliefs. That's all that should matter. I mean, ideally, I wouldn't be hurting people in the process. But if I do, it, 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 sometimes people get hurt when it is not, you know, it could be so, something that triggered them, you know? Do you, are you following what I'm going, where of I'm course, going with this? Of course, of so, course. So it's sometimes it's their shit. It's not necessarily my shit. Well, you know? Most times it's their shit. Not necessarily. But it, so it's a balance. It's kind of a middle way. Like you kind of have to get, you know, you have to think, okay, well, is this really me or is this, you know? Well, I would say oh. if if the person is checking you out, that means they care somewhat about your thoughts and feelings. Otherwise, why would they bother checking you out? Like yeah. I wouldn't bother checking out some rando that you know, sent me a right. dick pic because I don't give a shit about him. You're 100% a- accurate with this. Uh, but you obviously care. I do. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe look into why you care. I'm going to look into it. You know, I, I didn't expect to, to do this, but I think I've been under a lot of tension recently. And you know how... there. You know how I know that? Is this my fault? Is that what? No, you're it's going? not your fault at all. What? But I know that because my friends continue to gift me. One just gifted me a massage, oh. and the other person just gifted me a breath work session. Breath and that's, work. That's when you know your life is going real well. When your friends start saying, "I'm going to give you this present," it's a way for you to stop annoying the fuck out of me and, and get it, some therapy. Get some therapy. Do some breath work. Get some massages. Isn't it pretty amazing though? What How is my sweet friends, friends? I wish I had friends that did that. Nobody ever gives me shit like that. You want me to give you something like that? You do have a birthday present coming your way. You're right. Yeah, you're not looking forward to that at Here, all. I'm going to give you something for your breath. You think my breath is bad? Today, Doing some breath work usually, with the Yeah, yeah. We're in close quarters. Do some... Oh, you don't need to take 16 sprays. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, too much. Too much... Too much of you the know you're comfortable. Spray. If you can tell your partner that you're working with, oh my lord, uh, that they need a little breast spray, then uh, you know you're comfortable with that person. Yes. So let me ask. This is a fucking amazing thing that. Uh, oh, I wanted to, I wanted to say one more thing about that massage. So I got the massage this weekend. Are you listening or are you looking at this? I just saw this Instagram post saying Ed Sheeran listens to this podcast. Yeah. I'm sure he's a, he's a big fan of us. You don't think Ed Sharon listens to the podcast? I don't know, Alex. Alex how do you, how do you Alex know that? Alex Sound. How do you know that? Okay, relax. If it's true, I'd be so happy. If it's true, you should write the intro theme music to this podcast. <laughs> That's true, too. Okay. 
I wanted to explain when I got the massage. You know, I typically when I get massages, I get a little nervous. You know why you get nervous? Yeah, I know when I get nervous. Well, can you tell our listeners? Because obviously I get nervous. I'm going to get an erection and I have a very awkward encounter. There's blood flowing, everything. The parasympathetic nervous system is pumping. I'm glad you identified why you get, get a chubby is what you... It that, can happen anytime. What, anytime what episode someone's touching my legs. In a prior episode, back in the day, we did a whole thing about... Way it. long ago. It was so funny, though, about your anxiety during the massage because you got an erection and you didn't want the, the masseuse to know. Oh, my God. It is unbelievable. But anyway so i was worried that was going to happen again it it did not happen again however i did have a weird encounter what happened i, I got into the massage and and there's always weird encounters with massages oh, because it's so intimate you know yeah. like you don't typically rub another person's naked body i know and my guy gets right in there oh yeah like like really in there well my girl came in and uh she gave me all the instructions we were vibing it was fine were you naked well so I wasn't really listening to the instructions because I was too worried about my boner. And so I, she, I took off my clothes and just took off. I didn't know if I was supposed to leave my underwear on or what. So I just took everything off. No underwear. Got in the bed. And she comes back in and I go, I pop back up and I go, was I supposed to take off my underwear? And she goes, I mean, you can leave it. You can leave it on. It's fine. And I go, they're off. Oh, too late now. Yes. And I had pri- pri- before that, I had been talking about how I hadn't gotten a massage in over a year and oh so I, so after we go through this little experience she, she goes it's been too long and she pats it's me on the leg wait, wait does she know you she, i think she meant so she goes i mean it's been so too long since you've had another a massage not like wait were anything you talking else. to her during the massage this was right at the beginning i okay. said i'm not wearing underwear and she laughs and says it's been too long and she realizes she fucking made this innuendo suggesting that i had not had sex in so long with and her? then corrected herself. Did you? Are you following any of this? I don't know why she's saying it's been too long. Because it was. I told her it had been over a year since I got a massage. Oh, I and then she got all flustered. And she goes, I, "I mean, since the last time you had a massage, not like anything else." Very awkward. Was she good looking? No. Oh. I mean, she's cute. Okay. Like a not not my t- style. I find that I am so uncomfortable for whatever reasons like just speaking up during a massage what it's like i guess they have the total power over you yeah i mean like the whole time like first of all as soon as i walk in a massage i have to go to the bathroom and then the entire massage i always for some reason have to urinate yeah 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 do you like the way i said urinate yes i like the way you said urinate i'm very if this girl listens she's cute it's just wait you think she listens i don't know how familiar are you with this girl what that we became friends what you told her i would be friends with this person i just i the sexual vibe wasn't there arthur and i do not have this relationship you with your your massage well first of all i don't think arthur speaks english okay but that's kind of a good thing between he and i because I try explaining things. I said, I'm like, what's going on? Why am I, why am I so intended? I'm, I'm not sure what he was saying to me. If he's saying that I'm There's tense a tendon? or that it's a tendon or that I, that I have cancer. I don't know what he's trying to say. I'm always worried he's going to find some lump or something that uh, so he, you're worried too. Well, get this in the middle of the fucking massage. She goes, wow, you really needed this. And I go, what no, the that make fuck you anxious. does that mean? That, what is she feeling back there? What is <laughs> What did you think she? What was kind thinking? of lumps are she? Is she feeling or something? See, what if what if they find lumps? Are they supposed to I'm, tell the client that? By I the was way, hoping she'd tell the client I, if you, she if I had a lump. And then she told me afterwards. She goes, "Actually, you're in good shape." So I spent the second half of the the massage stressing completely for, stressing. What could what could be back there? 
Are bones out of place? What's what's happening? I got a it's, lot of tension right now. It is nerve wracking to think that they can find things on you that you shouldn't. That, like, what if they see a big mole or something that looks cancerous? I would love for them to tell me. Love well, that. Well, you don't want anybody to. No, you don't want anybody to tell you. I don't. Well, obviously, I don't want that to happen. But obviously, if it if it is a truth, then I want to know that. Okay, I would prefer. I didn't like one time. I was in Las Vegas. First of all, the first the first funny story. Is I didn't I went I went from the pool which was water chlorinated water to get the massage, and the girl halfway through says, "Are you wearing sunscreen?" I'm like, "No, I took a shower." And 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 she said, "Well, I'm deathly allergic to sunscreen, so you need to leave." What? Now the wait a second. Fuck? Let me just say something. She's working at a hotel <laughs> massage spa. In Las Vegas, where everybody's coming from the pool to get massages. I did rinse off, but I didn't like soap up. Like I had to sterilize myself. Oh, before. yeah. You should have sterilized. You sterilize before you get I a massage? I was wondering if I should even shower before the, this massage. I never shower. I mean, like, but I was in Vegas, you know, at a pool. And I figured, well, I'll shower. Because Who I, is deathly allergic to sunscreen? As a masseuse. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I think she wanted to get out of that massage. Well, then the, the second part of it was... So she gets through it all, whatever. I don't know what happened if I went and took a shower and come back. I forgot what happened. But do you know she starts pointing out, you have a lot of bruises? Oh. This is what I need to hear? You got a lot of bruises? I had a lot of bruises. Why did you have bruises? Well, first of all, what do you think? My mind immediately goes that I have leukemia, and that's why I had a lot of bruises. Well, I'm more concerned about the person bruising you. Who's bruising you? I don't know. I happened to have bruises at the time. I don't know why I had bruises. Maybe I just bumped into knowing me. I was a complete klutz and bumped into a wall or something you're stupid. making your own bruises of course who else is making bruises i don't know I, I when i see bruises i think someone created bruises no it was just i had a lot of bumps and bruises because i was banging into shit <laughs> so that freaked me out the rest of the massage i was very uptight does anybody else listening to this get uptight during massages either that erica you have says to I, erica just said i was bruised last week in my massage i think it was too deep tissue oh erica it's, i get it it's my guy Arthur, he, I, I am wincing in pain the entire time. I mean, it's it got to a point where if he touches like any part that's in least bit sensitive, I'm wincing. So Captain McAwesome, aka Megan, the moderator, just is chiming in regarding the massage. She says, uh, "Erica said, I hope it's a massage with a happy ending." Was it? No, I didn't. She didn't even get to my legs. What? She didn't. She only. It was an hour long massage. It was only the top half. Why? Too much shit going on back there. I love the legs. Yeah, didn't get any leg action. Front or back? Nothing. That At very end, she like swiped over him. That was about it. Oh, yeah, man. So AJ, to respond to your question, do you get a happy ending, Kim? Uh, no, I did not. I uh, barely got my. It, it was barely acknowledged I even had legs. Dylan said, that's why I'm nervous to go to a massage parlor. I've never been, but I can't take awkwardness well. I'm telling you, talk about making the uncomfortable comfortable. <laughs> Growing comfortable with the uncomfortable, that's a situation. Why are we so reluctant to like just speak up to the person massaging our body? Just like say like, hey, you know, um, I'm getting horny when you do that. Mom, <laughs> I, would- I think there's, there's a good reason to get reluctant with that. <laughs> Abby says, oh my God, relax, Cam. It's probably knots from stress. You're 100% right. And then Abby Girl says, drunken Vegas equals bruises. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I, I was in Vegas. I probably had bumped into who knows how many cabinets or, or nightstands or suitcases. And that's how I ended up with bruises. 
Kenzie says, I get bruised doing circus stuff all the time. I want Erica's massage therapist. If it doesn't hurt, it wasn't worth it. LOL. That's oh. kind of how I feel, too. Oh, well, Arthur, I, 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 he makes me totally into a, uh, a quivering vegetable. And Bryson has never done had a massage. Bryson, it's such a good idea for you. Get that massage. Get it. Okay, here's some random comments that Captain McCossum wanted to send our way. Jamie said, oh, my God, I needed you guys today. Between the sex dream last night, is it safe to admit it was about Cam? Oh, my God. Who she said had a this? a little sex dream about me. I like that. Jamie. Jamie. I, I never have those dreams about anyone but my husband. And now me. I appreciate that. Wait, who said this? Jamie said this. She's never had sex other than you and her husband? That's correct. How do you feel about that? Very, you know, very flattered. Oh, boy. He's getting such a full head, you guys. I'm not getting a full head. The smirk that's going on. (laughs) The kids' depression today, the shitty neighbors. I'm very sorry to hear about that. Are you listening or what are you doing over here? Are you waving to the people on Instagram? No, I was just seeing if there was any other questions. You should be listening. I'm listening. Listen. But I didn't understand about that. Because you're not listening. I, she goes, I never have those dreams about anyone but my husband. The kids' depression today, the shitty neighbors. I just needed a good oh, laugh. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Did now I only have a few minutes before the kids The kids are with me. The kid is with me. Oh, I think she's she's off the grid by at this point. But Yeah, but Jamie, I would like to say something. Like I used to think that way, too, that you're always with the kids and it's, you couldn't wait to get rid of the kids. And now I like literally like have to bribe your brother with... like Yesterday was two pizzas that were like 50 bucks. It was 50 bucks for the pizzas? By the pizzas? time I was done with those pizzas, yeah. That was like 40-something well, dollars you. plus tip and all the rest. That was very sweet of you. Thank you. Chloe said, uh, speaking of talking about being comfortable with sex, my friends and I have been a lot more comfortable about it. Good. And at my most recent girls' night, we talked about paying attention to insects. Like oh. she was riding her boyfriend and he checked his Apple Watch while they were going at it. I would have been pissed off. What are your all thoughts on that? Well, what is he checking? Maybe he's checking his breathing and making sure he's breathing properly on his Apple Watch. No, Mom. He's not checking his fucking steps when he's having sex. No. She's riding him. He's checking his watch. I would be pissed. I was fucking... I'd be... I gotta, I gotta say, I got pissed. It would be... It would likely... It would break be the, up. Yes. Yeah. It would lead to a little breakup. I, I mean, if you can't even Unless we focus, can talk it out, that, that's a big problem. If you cannot focus without looking at your fucking Apple Watch during sex... Yeah. That's a problem. I'm learning. A you t- would break up with the person because of no, it? no, no. I would have to have a big conversation, but it, it is indicative that like there needs to be a discussion. You know? Well, obviously, that- if you're checking out that much. You're checking your fucking watch during sex. Are you kidding me? I mean, this is also coming from a place for someone who so rarely has sex that it seems. It, no, could you imagine I, I if mean, I had sex with someone for the first time in years and then <laughs> you start checking your watch and, and she's checking her watch? Oh uh, my You know God. how livid I would be? Very livid. Yes. Uh, but I guess if I you're would be in a long-term too. relationship. No, I'm in a long-term relationship. And if, if Dee's checked his watch, I would check him out the door. <laughs> the hell was that all about? Oh I have God. enough telling him not to check his goddamn phone when we're eating dinner. You know, I don't need him checking his phone while we're having sex. Although I have to say that whenever we're done having sex, I, I, I dare say within five minutes, both of us <laughs> checked our phones. Yeah, everyone, everyone's checking out afterwards. Five it's minutes. amazing how quickly. Sometimes we're listening to music, but then somehow or another, then the phone's getting involved or the TV. This is why I don't have internet or TV in my apartment. You are a little. There's no way to check you're out. You're a little monk. You're checking in. You're checked you're in a, when you're in the fuck den. Yeah. Abby said. Checked in when you're in the fuck den? Yes. Abby says, I keep meaning to ask. I've been at a loss figuring out how to approach or talk or explain sex to my 10-year-old daughter. Oh, well, let's answer that. Let's let's address it right now. Well, hit it, mother. 
Okay, so has your 10-year-old daughter ever brought up sex to you? That's the first question. I mean, it, usually, this sounds like it's better to uh, talk to Abby on the phone. Yeah, Abby, call us up. Abby, can you hear Hi, us? Hi, Abby. Do you know you're in our phone is our favorite Chicago Jewess? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to figure out because my significant other is a little bit uptight with his daughters and the whole sex thing. And I don't know how to talk to her about it. Obviously, she probably has more knowledge than I think she does. But I don't even know how to approach it with her without being weird and when she's not being a bitch to me. So, uh, yeah, first of all, don't approach her frequent. when she's being a bitch. It's, yes. When she's going through those hormonal changes, do not bring up sex. Yes. But on the other hand... But she's 10. She's, she's, she's 10, right? She could be starting with her... 10 and a half. Yeah, she's, she's getting the prepubescentness. Oh, wow. Yes. So, oh, yes. What grade very, is she in? Uh, fifth. Oh, so she's going to wait till she gets to seventh. That's more fun. That's you, even more fun. Do you remember having this conversation with Jess? I'm That's sh- my sister, Yeah, by the way. you know what? I always thought it's the best thing is, is if they ask you questions and then you're completely comfortable talking about it because they asked you. If they don't ask you and you feel like the need to discuss it uh, for whatever reasons, uh, you could always just bring up something like you read somewhere or you saw on TV or you... Something that's similar to without directing it towards her. Like, for example, I'm going to give you like a uh, something similar that happened with my daughter and I as far as weed goes. We were watching a movie in the scene. It was like, I forgot the movie, but Holly Hunter was in the shower getting high while her family was in the house. And I, like, <laughs> and I laughed like you did. And I came and my daughter's sitting next to me and she's like, why are you laughing? And then she, you know, because so we were talking about the movie and then she's like, naturally, have you ever tried smoking marijuana? Which at that point you had never tried it, right? I had never tried it <laughs> up until that. Only, I hadn't tried I hadn't smoked it that day. Anyway, <laughs> so we ended up having this talk where she like freaked out on me that she found out that I had tried it. And she said, my God, you're not perfect. I'm like, no. Holy I'm not. fuck. She, she straight out said, you're not she perfect. She said, you're not perfect. Holy and she shit. went storming to her room crying. Which And then I said, to, you know, and then she's like, does dad get high? And I'm like, well, why don't you go ask him? And she goes to ask him. And he says, no, I j- only your mom is a pothead. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> totally yeah. throws me under the bus. I'm the only pothead around. And ended up that... Um, I had a big talk with her and I said, you know, I'm really glad that I did smoke weed. I tried it. I didn't really like it because it made me like have the munchies and made me spacey. And I think I might've lost some brain cells. I actually said all this to her when she was probably the same age as your, your daughter. And she didn't, she is, she honestly did not experiment with weed until like this year. Right. <laughs> and she's like 33 now. <laughs> exactly. So it's a good deterrent. That was a good, good a convo. Good but the, my point is that like, if you bring it up to your, you know, you call her your daughter your stepdaughter or whatever. No, it's my daughter. It's your daughter. Okay. So if you bring it up to her, um, just say, you know, had you, do you have any questions about, you know, we were watching this, uh, you know, whatever show you were watching together and do you have any questions about that with sex that was going on and see if she says anything? Cause she may have some questions and just, you know, you know, doesn't know how to bring it up. But if she's still reluctant to talk about it, you can't force the issue. Has she ever asked you any questions at all? I mean, she just shaving her legs and you know, it's, I mean, she asked about like periods and. Oh, so this is a perfect time to bring that, it up. But, yeah, but you could yeah, just bring it up so I, you know I how we were like, talking about periods. 
Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. go directly. Like, do you understand how periods work and how babies are made? And go into more specifics about like, you know, do you need to, both a sperm and an egg? You can go into the scientific approach. You, there's a lot of ways that you can start the discussion. The main thing is throw something out and see see what she says. Yeah. Open-ended okay. questions, not yes or no questions. Abby sounds very resolved. <laughs> like, well, are you, all of her problems well, what have been are, answered. What are your hesitancies about, uh, you know, just bringing up the subjects with her? Because I don't want to, I don't want to do it in a way where I'm going to push her away, where she's going to be like, "Oh, I don't want to talk to you about that." Ah, uh, say fine. How about this? If she does say that, say that's cool. But if you ever do, you know, I'm always here to listen. If you make it like a fun, you know, warm, comfortable way of chatting about it it's like in the car is a great time every time you know like and yeah. in the car when you're kind of like just uh, listening to sex talk with my mom you know yeah just play her this podcast so everything will be easier yeah well, let, <laughs> us, let us abby let us know how this goes i'm curious yeah, to will. see what happens but it's, it's just make it comfy and warm and fuzzy all right thank you so much you're i love the best you abby. love you <laughs> thanks All for right. calling in bye bye-bye mother Yes. You're the mother to all mothers. I'm happy to oblige. It's a little awkward to talk to your kids about sex. You know what's even more awkward? Talking to your partner about manscaping. Have you ever talked to your partner about grooming below the belt? Yes. And I tell him it's an essential if you want to have sex with me. No way. Essential. Essential? Yes. Why? If I'm grooming, he's grooming. I don't need any of that smelly, hairy, smegma smell. Oh, jeez <laughs> Christ. Exactly. Cheese. I like keeping it clean down there, actually. I, it's just it's it much feels more sexy when I'm when I'm groomed. And thankfully, I have manscaped.com in my life. And for those ladies, you should buy it for your man because this is going to be a game changer. Oh, it's the holiday season. It's the perfect time for Manscaped, which is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. You know what I like? The Lawnmower 2.0. Yes, it's a precision-engineered tool for your man's family jewels. Yes, and not the beard. There's a different shaver for the beard. <laughs> Everything below the waist will thank you. I love this. Use our code MOMTALK. You'll really support our show and you'll get 20% off plus free shipping with code MOMTALK, M-O-M-T-A-L-K, one word, at manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Bench Brawl, who is Mr. Bean, was talking about your uh, massages and said, why don't you try the, stub, the stud rub? <laughs> the stud rub oh man Lisa says I don't think much is cool at those preteen years everything was embarrassing I said to my kids you know what just assume I'm going to embarrass you for the the first like maybe 25 years of your life actually probably forever I'm always embarrassing my kids and then AJ says it's how did you I embarrass you this weekend oh my fuck mom yes you did you well, should we talk about that when I when I walked up to Dr. Drew oh so we were at this podcasting conference this weekend, which is pretty, it was pretty awesome. Thank you to Ariel for hooking us up. The final thing was like, a, it seems like kind of like an award ceremony when they were honoring Dr. Drew. It and, wasn't exactly that, but whatever. He was there. And for those of you who don't know Dr. Drew, he was on- Dr. Drew Pinsky. Dr. Drew Pinsky's on Love Line and- The big sex, around. sex therapist entertainer. Right. Or he, although he's a, he's a doctor of- some sort yeah you know? i don't think he's a doctor of sex but I, th- anyway. I think he's an internist actually well i don't know anyway he's a big sex guy big sex podcaster he's not a bad looking guy and he's the same age as me which is surprising i thought he was actually younger than me so mom not only 
she didn't do one five four three two one move. She did two <laughs> five four three two one moves. First, we went up there, and she introduces herself, and and you explain that we have this. You didn't want to even introduce yourself, okay? You're Mister Mister Wimpiness, no, and we sit at the table, not even introduce myself. No, 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 no. I was down for the first one. Okay, I was down for the first it one. It seemed like I had to pull your ass over there. No, no, the first one was fine. We went over. I know you you did have to pull my ass over there. <laughs> I thought so. I, okay, so so you pulled my ass over there the first time. You you say we do the sex talk of my mom and then because we've you, been trying to get him on the show for a while and he never she, responds. She flat out goes, he, he, "Well, he said he he's heard of it." I heard, I'm glad he heard about our podcast. That was huge. And then you go, "Well, we want you on it." And, I know. And, and he and goes, he, "Oh, well, you got to talk to that woman." And she he points at the person that's sitting next to her. No, he said I'd him. be glad to. He goes, "But can you do it by phone?" Yes. And, and then, I said, "Sure, we'd rather have you in person, though." And then and then he goes, "Well, time is is really tough for me to get to." And then you go, "Well, we'll hold you to it." I did very, say that. Very awkward. Why? You're pressuring Dr. Drew to come on the podcast. I made it with a little smile, though. No, it know? was not we're a little smile. It was it. so much that I had to go, no pressure. No pressure. Don't worry about it. This is exactly what happened with Chris Ryan. Okay. All right. Yes. But you know what? At least it, he'll remember who we are by that kooky so old woman if, that keeps pushing me to come on our podcast. So if that wasn't enough, we go sit down, and then you re- you realize someone else is taking a picture with him. Yeah. And you're like, oh, How did I fuck, forget to get a picture? We, how do we get the picture? So we had to go back. Yes, you go, we did. We need to go back and get the picture. Yes. I go, no, 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 don't make me do this. Please don't make me do this. And we five, four, three, two, one. We got she a picture with him. She pulls my ass over there. We take the picture. Clear, yeah. I mean, he obviously was... He was fine. He put his arm around me. What the hell? Why are you being so... This is. It brings me up to the same conversation we had when you sit there and worry about what people are thinking on your Instagram. Don't worry about anything. Who gives a shit? Do you think he's thinking about this right now? Do you think he's think on his podcast going, oh, is that <laughs> annoying, pain in the ass, I don't know sex inc- talk of my mom podcast it, girl? Do you think it increases the likelihood he comes on our show? Though? Yes, because he remembers, oh, oh, this oh was, that this one? Was, yeah, that's the annoying ass motherfucker. Yeah, and I want to be on her show. Because <laughs> she, I like being on annoying podcasts. <laughs> I think that's probably by the way, when I also pushed you like a little mother duck to her duckling when you were going <laughs> to give a question at the oh, 10 yeah. o'clock questions in front of the entire like So all the world leaders of- in the in podcasting industry were at this event for for some of these panels. When you say leaders, we'll explain. What these are is. like the heads of, of like the podcast hosting services and all all the cutting edge technology the the, the muckety mucks the muckety mucks were there giving giving their two cents in the podcasting industry so i had a question for them afterwards and there was a q and a at the end and there was like a, how many people actually, were? actually ariel went first and asked a question yeah, and how many people were in the room it uh, 50 50 it seemed 100? like there was 200 people in the 200? room 200 yeah <laughs> i was off okay well ariel went first and gave her question and started it by saying hi my name is ariel i have this question blah 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 and she ariel could be your daughter she she's, blows your bulldog nature out of I the know, water she's a five four three she's done she's already asked the question <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't got to two she's one she's an animal and and I, I turned to you and i go oh my god she just she she introduced herself and i was and you were like yes yeah, she introduced herself and you should introduce yourself with your name and your podcast name absolutely and and so I did it. And, and I said, what did Cam, you say? I'm, I host sex talk with my mom. Immediate room full of laughter. And then uh, I, I launched my question. And then throughout the rest of the day, people were able to come up to me and say, hey, I, that sounds like a wild podcast. Yeah. 
and a lot of them have listened to it. We were taking pictures. We were big celebs. You felt like there. a big celeb, didn't you? Loved it. You talk about big head over here. I got a big head over there. Big head. But anyway, the my point is, you know what? Everyone else is so concerned about what are people going to think and all this other crap. And if you're not concerned about what people think, which should be the entire title of this episode is don't give a fuck what people think. <laughs> um, you can get, you know, you had a really good day because of it, because people then knew who you were and wanted to ask you questions. And you were like, you know, respected because of that. Que- and you asked a very in- articulate question, by the way. Yeah. So what was your question? I don't remember. It was about censorship and whether we're going to be eventually censored. Right. Yeah. That was yeah. a good question. Thank you, mother. Well, do you know, so I, was, I, I was very proud of you. I, I, thank you. Thank you. Lisa said, Cam, you would miss so many opportunities if your mom didn't make things happen. Thank you, Lisa. You're absolutely I, right. I completely agree. I, com- I completely agree. And yeah. you know what I was just thinking about? I'm, so I'm back on Hinge. Oh. I, do you know I went through a, a rampage? Yeah. And just deleted yeah, all yeah, my apps. Yes. Because I wasn't meeting anyone. Get, yes. And, I, you know, a lot of people these days say like dating apps make it a lot harder to end up in a relationship because you realize you have so many choices. Have you heard that before? Yes, I have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with Tinder. You just keep swiping and swiping. No matter how good the person is, you keep swiping for better. This has not been my situation at all. <laughs> okay. The reason I deleted the apps was because I end up spending so much time on the apps and I don't match with anyone. And then the one or two I match with, I don't end up meeting up with because one of us will flake on the other. Okay. It's amazing. And then I was thinking about what Chris Carter, the football player, brought up about access Okay, you it's guys, a weird word. For those of you who don't know, Chris Carter is. We interviewed him uh, one episode, uh, three episodes uh, ago, three episodes ago, and you guys should check it out. We got a lot of really good responses to that so episode. He, he was a former NFL football he, player. He talks about how he had a ton of access when he was playing football as an NFL player because he had a ton of money. He, he still had has fame, access to access. Access is such a weird word, but Hinge Hinge is extremely accessible. I can easily you got a lot moment, of access. I can I can I can start using the app. I have access to Hinge. However, I do not have access to the women on Hinge. Is oh, what I realized. So it's fake access. It's fake access. We think that we're gaining all this access, but really, it's just we have access to to this app. You may nothing, have access to some girls, but they're not maybe the no, ones that match with your who you want to be with. I'm just saying, if you if I really wanted to meet women, what if would, you would ask, What if you? I know people who do this. What if you just said swipe yes to every single person on the app? Then you'd have access. Yeah, yeah, but so, what, you want the numbers. Want, game. So you want to meet people that you want to meet. Yeah, and so then the question becomes: Well, how do you really actually gain access? I hate this word, but anyway, it, how do you meet people that you want to be meeting? And it, it, it's not the app. The app is this red herring. Are you following? Yeah. What What do you mean, red herring? Meaning that you think that oh I'm I'm putting myself out there by and actually meeting I'm like do, doing the work to meet someone by using this app. But in, but the in app, essence, you you only have a, access to the app. You don't have access to the people on the app. Right, right. Because you never end up yeah, actually I understand. meeting them. So that's what a red herring is. A red herring in the sense that you think you're solving the problem, but it's a complete oh, false okay, thing. Okay. And so, how do you gain access to women? It's it, it is a full time freaking job too. It, you ju- I think it's the answer is just to go places and meet them in the wild where where people like minded people would hang out. Yeah, I think that's the only way. So if that's the case, what like minded in your mind means someone who is interested in no TV, spiritual people. No, yeah. no, probably no. Meditation, internet, honestly, ba- basically, the silent meditation is the best place for you to meet people. <laughs> kind of, yeah, honestly. I think I'm going to start spending more time doing that. 
Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's you, a conundrum, you're though. You're not going to... Because the monks, for example, are a perfect scenario for you, but they don't have women in their lives. <laughs> so that's a little bit of a problem. Harry Here's, said I should try speed dating. Yeah, maybe Captain you should. Captain also said speed date. Speed date, girl. <laughs> Go, what? Have you ever tried speed dating? Uh, no, I've never I could just that. imagine the speed day. Oh, my God. Hi. Like, what do you like to do in your spare time? Um, meditate. <laughs> like, uh, by the time I uh, get... Breathe. Uh, look up my ailments on Instagram. Oh I mean, on, on uh, YouTube. You, my fucking friends yesterday said that if we were to dress up as... My friends like dressing up, even when it's not Halloween. Uh-huh. I realized that one they, of them was wearing one of my coats. They wanted to dress up as in a... Uh, as all the characters of Winnie the Pooh. And who would you be? Who would you think I'd be? Eeyore? Why the fuck does everyone think I'm Eeyore? <laughs> what the fuck is that? You got, you got so that? many complaints. Uh, Eeyore is depressed. I'm no, anxious. You're not, I'm you're, Piglet. I'm not Eeyore. Piglet doesn't get anxious though. Yes. Piglet's, oh oh, oh yeah, worried, he does. Worried, yeah. yeah, you are Piglet. Piglet's way better for me. Eeyore's I, a fucking drip. I, I kind of think that I'm, I, I know my boyfriend is Tigger. Yes. I feel like I'm Piglet. You might be Pooh. Me? I'm, I got a honey jar stuck on G- my nose? Yeah. Pooh Poo is, the, is the, the one who's kind of <laughs> spacey, but who happens to have the wisdom. All right. I'll be Pooh. It's the cutest one, too. And you like Piglet. I don't like Piglet, but that's I definitely don't like Eeyore. Why did everyone at the fucking table and you immediately thought no, of Eeyore? No, I thought of Eeyore because fuck? you think of Eeyore. I think of not as depressed as more of like a whiner. God damn it. Like, like like Eeyore has some complaints all the time. He's never like walking around going, I feel great. He's walking around going, oh, I don't think my you, tail no. hurts. <laughs> my my <laughs> foot hurts. I'm not constantly complaining. I think that's a, that's an exaggeration. No, just, you just get, it's not even complaints. That's the truth. It's not a complaint. It's more of a concern. You're so, concerned about ailment. Like if I gave you, say, right now, what do you, what ailment are you concerned about? You would come up with at least three. Yeah, I got a ball in my throat. There you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Piglet would have a ball in his throat. God damn it. Rabbit was also an erotic. Captain McGawson wanted to, wanted to recommend us, to remind us. And Rabbit, so... You yeah, know, you could be Rabbit. All of these characters kind of reflect a mental disorder. So <laughs> seriously, so like so Piglet, Piglet's anxiety, yours depression. Tigger Tigger's ADHD, ADHD, which yeah. is absolutely true. Yes. And Rabbit is OCD. Oh, you're Rabbit. I could be a little you're fucking a, Rabbit. You're a Rabbit. Thank you for that fucking reminder, Captain McAwesome. Fucking AJ says Cam is sure, for sure rabbit. Yeah, this keep, fucking keep going blows down. Keep going ass. down. Cam is this rabbit. Is a, <laughs> keep keep going down. We're having votes at the end of this. Please put on Instagram if you think Cam is actually rabbit. I fucking or hate this piglet. shit. Wait, well, keep going. Just, I, I agree with Lisa. Keep okay, going. No keep more. going. No, there was more. Keep going down. Keep going down. There's no more. There's enough. Oh, what about Dees as a guest? Yeah, they wanted to see Dees as a guest. Megan says, I met my partner shortly after I gave up on online dating. That was seven years ago. So maybe the answer is to give up on online dating. Nah, I think you just got to go back and forth with it. You, you know, know, a previous girlfriend of mine ended up, I think she created an app that is meant for like mindful people, people interested in mindfulness. That's a very good idea. Person. That's a great idea. And you spend, I think you, like the exercise, you spend like five minutes or so. I, don't, I, don't, I have to talk you to her about like it. spend like an hour in silence. You, you spend like a few minutes with a stranger. It's like speed dating with strangers and you spend it in silence like for the first few minutes this and then you talk. This is perfect for you. I know. Because <laughs> you'll be oh, relaxed. No. You, you'll have already come up with some fictitious fantasy that's going to be your life with this person and then you'll... Be disappointed. I have to tell you. <laughs> thank you. 
<laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Carrie, Carrie, by the way, said it's time for a cruise, Cam. Oh, God. It is. It should, that's what we should do over the holiday. We'll take a cruise. You'll meet someone on the last day. And you'll you'll maybe get their number. Perfect. And that'll that'll be it. Yeah, that's excellent. Great. Thanks. Uh Carrie, she was asking about the name of the app. I, I don't I don't think it's an app yet. I think it's just like a, a meetup group in New York, but I'm sure she'll expand. Oh, look at I'll that. I'll find the name. Or maybe Rue's mom. Kanga? She he, AJ thinks I'm fucking Kanga? <laughs> I don't know if AJ thinks you're Kanga or I'm Kanga. I'm hoping it's you. <laughs> Everyone likes it. I'm Rue's mom. Fuck that shit. You're Fuck that shit. You're... I'm either Rabbit or Kanga. No chance. Well, you didn't want to be Eeyore. You can't be everyone. I don't want you to can, be I mean, any of these. You're somebody. I'm, I'd like to be Pooh. Pooh is by far the What if you're the owl? Rob. You could be I owl. Know, actually, I, I actually can't. You could be owl when you're in your like real philosophical mood. I love owl. Owl is right, definitely my owl. favorite. Okay. So I'm either I wanted, Piglet or, or, or Pooh. I wanted to share with you. A, an experience that I had this fucking weekend. Okay, this no, no, it was not even the weekend. It was oh, it, the day, the day of my, the so we we go to the conference yeah, together. Yeah, and then I come home and I'm fucking exhausted. And when I get, it was the next day when I went, when I'm exhausted, I get a migraine sometimes, as you guys know. Get fucking Eeyore. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you're not Eeyore. Anyway, I had a migraine. I'm at home. It's like. Uh, oh, I'm mixing up all the days. It's the day before. Okay. It doesn't matter what day it is. <laughs> what the fuck? Who cares? <laughs> it was the day of the, the conference. Okay. okay. We were so at the conference I, for two days though. Yeah. The second day of the conference. Right. I come home. I'm fucking wiped. Okay. I did some work. I came home. I get home at like 1030 at night to the fuck den. The fuck den is in an old building that is that has like a a door that you, you can't get into. I, you have to have the code to get in. So I feel very safe in the fuck den. At 11 o'clock at night, I hear knocking at my door. Oh, my Incessant God. Incessant knocking. Oh my. oh, my God. Were you freaked I, out? I go, Who is it? And I hear my friend Shmuley. That's his nickname. Shmuley is going, you know who it is. Oh, my God. So I open it up. Shmuley is there. Yeah. He waltzes on in at 11 o'clock at night with a girl. Really? I go, who is this? Was he bringing a date for you? It was a first date. That's weird. He goes, yeah, we were at the bar across the street. I was thinking we can go dancing or we could just stop by Cam's place. So he apparently he knows the code to my fucking house. Oh, man. You- and now he just brings his dates over at 11 o'clock at night. He wants to use your fuck den. Maybe he wanted to kick you out of your fuck den. I immediately start going, this is not a threesome. We're, we're, we're not doing Maybe a threesome. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe here. you missed out on your threesome. She starts making out with him on my couch. It was a threesome and you didn't even... Catch I, the warning signals. I, what do you mean, catch the warning signals? I caught all the signals and I informed them this was not going to be a threesome. <laughs> Shmuley had no desire for a threesome. I well, don't why think. didn't you have a desire for a threesome? I didn't have. I, what, I have a migraine. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock at night. I don't even know this girl. <laughs> and she's making out with Shmuley on the couch. I, I, it was a. Why a, didn't he a go back a, to his place to make out? You're, it's not, I, I your place the, is not exactly conducive in, in most people's minds you, to sex. So I had a little housewarming, impromptu housewarming. They, they just they. My house is in a very accessible area, but it's tiny. So, but tiny. W- it's a tiny little room. It, they, they, all with, my friends. With a smelly came, tatami mat. All my friends came. There's no tatami mat there. I'm just kidding. All my friends came over this weekend. I packed them all in there. They had been drinking all day. They, every single one of them passed out. They all fell asleep. I had like eight people and they're sleeping. Where were they sleeping? There's no Four to sleep. of them were in the bed. Two of them were on the couch. I was oh. standing and dancing around. One of them was on the floor. Oh my God. You live, you, li- you definitely lead a fun life. 
I was Cam. Anyway, it was a very, it was a it was a fun little situation, but I think it's more it it is less about sex and it's more about sleeping in that that fuck ten. People like it's to a, sleep in a, a sleep ten. ten. Yeah. Well, there's nothing we, to distract you. There's certainly no TV, and I'm sure there's no big sound system. Well, what ended up ha- what happens when that when that happens? Sleep. No, we all started drinking can the cannabis drink. Oh. Next thing you know, we're all stoned. I got in, everyone's playing instruments. Someone, instruments. What I'm kind pl- of instruments do you have? I got two guitars. I I, oh. I was playing the didgeridoo. Someone was playing a bag of chips. That we we all like dressed fun. up in costumes and started walking down the street. These are those stupid ass fountain boys. They were involved in this. <laughs> stupid knew ass it, fountain right? boys. They were involved. So this is something that they do regularly. Uh, that was a strange occurrence. It was pretty fun though. It was a nice little housewarming. I'm glad you had fun. I I, I want to get back to. The, you're not concerned with this the, the fact that my friends are bringing their their first dates to my place as if it was some activity for the night if if wouldn't you, you be are weirded the, out you're the entertainment wouldn't you be weirded out if you if if you went on a first date with someone and the guy was like oh yeah let's stop by cam's place i actually think i if i liked the guy i'd be cool with it i i think that would be fun it was it was a very bizarre thing anyway did, did i said you like her I think so. Because if he didn't like her, he would have taken her home and not bothered and he would come right, over by right. himself. I said, I said when I mentioned threesomes, and I said, we're not having a threesome. She, she, she goes, what made you think I want a threesome? And she she literally lit up like a Hanukkah tree, like a Hanukkah bush. Like she wanted you know, a she's threesome. She's Jewish. She wanted a threesome? 100%. You missed out on an opportunity. I did not. Wait, was that me, Shmuley, and the stranger? I, I, I wouldn't want to do anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sounds like a horrible situation. <laughs> okay, whatever. All right. Anyway, that was a fucking. She was up for it. Let, I want to hear what people she had was to up say. For it. Uh, Captain McAwesome, do you have any? Uh, you will. Pro- AJ uh, says you, you missed out, Kim. Yeah, I, miss I, can, out. I can just imagine. Though, you would ask her for like an entire documentation of all her lab work. Yeah, like, for STDs. Uh, what about pregnancy? Megan says you missed out, Kim. I don't need to hear. That. You know. Yeah, what did, where did this become? Everyone gangs up on Eeyore over here. Uh, oh, Eeyore, come on. You're fun to gang up on. It's fucking bullshit. Shay said, wait, is the fish still alive? No. no. The fish... You never told what happened to the fish? The fish d- is deceased. After he, all, he nearly spent hundreds of dollars on a tank for this fish. <laughs> and that, thank God he didn't because the next morning it was belly up. Yeah, it was actually One right. One eye and all. Honestly, I didn't enjoy having that fish. Lisa said, Cam, going for a little DP. <laughs> Abby said, Cam, you can have sex through a migraine. Trust me, I have done it. Oh, wow. Noted. So Cirque du Soleil says, sex actually cures migraines. Actually, that might be true. It, yeah, you got all that release of those. Uh, how do you say it? Oxycodone? Oxytocin? Oxytocin. Yeah, you got the oxytocin releases. You're thinking oxycodone, which is... I don't know. I can never pronounce opiate. that name. For, I, I, I get nervous, so I just say hormones. <laughs> Yeah, you Kareen missed an had a good idea. Kareen said, I would have tried to make it more awkward so they would want to leave. There you go. Well, she, you could also say, uh, I'm, I got a migraine. Can you please leave? If you really didn't like it. So obviously there's something you like. No, I'm it. giving drinks. I, I asked them if they want to listen to music. Oh, I put on some tango happy. music. So major got your mind off your migraine. So it was a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the massage helped. She started playing around with my neckline. I think that's where all the where the where the where the head and the neck meet is where all the migraine tension was built up. Okay, all you right. Don't give a fuck. Eeyore, move on to the next subject. We had some uh, listener uh, questions here that I wanted to get to. I had a lot of things to get to. Okay, so Bryson and previously asked a question: yes, How can I make my first time not horrible? I wanted to address that with Bryson because he did. He asked that a week ago, and we never got to it. Do you want to address it? Yeah, you address it. I don't think you can assume that it's going to be horrible. I think that if you're with someone that that you 
care about, who cares about you, I think it's pretty. It's it's very unlikely to be horrible, actually. I thought mine was fantastic. Yeah. And I wasn't even with someone that I liked. <laughs> so really, twice. twice. That's that's true. Both times were not any person that I was like, oh, this is like the next love of my life or anything. But if you can have just a trusting fun time with someone your your first time could be great it and also it's like get to know this person and mess around and don't don't have like actual penetration the first time just, yeah just get build that trust first yeah build the trust and get in a communication can i ask you something you may okay so you know in our last episode with the private parts unknown girls you were explaining how you went through a phase of just enjoying casual sex yes i did yeah and the next day, I was listening to Nikki Glazer, who's a comedian, talks about sex on another podcast. And she was talking about how she, she cannot have any penetrative sex these days with casually because she immediately wants to be in a relationship with this person. Really? So she doesn't do it anymore. She okay. said when I was drinking, it was fine because my body wouldn't, wouldn't, I just wouldn't make those connections. Right. But now I don't drink as much and I, I don't want to have sex with people I don't really want to be in relationships with. So, and then I started thinking about the Buddha saying you need wise sexual, you need to use your sexuality wisely, which Kate Spina, we had a Buddhist on the show. You should check it out yeah, in I the remember. Kate Spina episode. She talks about this. So, so what so, is your question? So here's my question. I have desires to have sex with people. Sometimes. I'm so happy to hear this. Sometimes I have desires to have sex with people who I don't want to be in relationships with. Right. I'm attracted to this woman, but I just don't want to be okay. romantically involved with them. So again. What is the problem? The problem... So I... In this moment, usually I would just avoid because I worry that... Right. I know where you're going. Yeah. I worry that they're not going to be like you. They're going to be more like Nikki. Yeah. Where, where they think that by having sex with someone that, that you know, they, they want a relationship with them. I know that some women are like you as well. So I, is, it, is it the man... In, in this situation, I know that this sometimes these, these roles are always flipped, but is it the person... It, is it wise sexuality to just assume that basically is it wise sexuality to only have sex with people that you want to be in relationships with for fear that like you might hurt them otherwise? Two things. Yeah. First of all, I'm going back to my college days. I was having sex with guys that I knew I was not going to want to be in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the expectations were very low that this was going to turn into anything besides great sex. And I was okay with that. But the main thing, part of that is the conversation and, uh, and that you had the conversation and, and if you're both on the same page as hey you know we just want to have sex we don't really want this to turn into anything then it's fine the other thing is i set up roadblocks for myself when i was after i became single again the second time with only being with guys that maybe i would not end up in a relationship with it, whether they are younger than me dramatically younger like 20 years younger and i knew that they are in different life passages than me mm-hmm. or if the guy had like a serious like dick-like personality that I was very sexually attracted to him, but I knew I didn't want to end up with him, but I was okay with having sex because this is a easily, you know, easily, um, it's a nice roadblock between me getting Mm -hmm. my feelings hurt and him for sure not getting his um, feelings hurt because he was a dick. Mm -hmm, mm. So basically, I think this is where the bad boy thing comes in. Yeah, you go. Well, maybe the bad boy thing is like, oh, I want to, you know, no, that's I want to conquer this person or, or. No, the bad boy thing is just a that's just the way they have sex. It's just like more of like a dominant. Oh, interesting. It's not really a bad boy in the sense of like they're a bad person, but it's like you know I want someone like that's more dominant. Just me because, of, as you know, I'm the pillow princess. I was just informed again about that recently. 
All right. All right. So does that make any sense? Yeah. Because I think it is paternalistic of me to be like, oh, you know, you might say that you you only want casual sex, but I know really you you don't. You, and that unfortunately, you that happens because I've heard this recently. Someone said that they the first or second time they had sex, they was fine. But the third time, they always get emotionally involved, especially women. That's exactly what Nikki Glaser says. Yeah. And and so if you know that about yourself, then don't have sex. But is it the guy's responsibility then to no. be like, no, I know that if I have sex with this person three times, it's going to feel like a relationship. Not if he has a discussion and open communication yeah. beforehand. If you have this open communication, but say, listen, when I'm in a bad place for relationships right now. Or put it on you. You know, I'm just not up Yeah, why can't you be honest and say... All right, put it on You should I'm, be able I'm, to be honest and say, I'm yeah. sexually attracted to you, but I just don't think this is going to go more than just friends. Yeah. And you think it's fine. I do. And if they, after three times, are still not accepting of it, then you move on. Say, sorry, I guess it's not going to work out for you. It's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy for me. I... I, uh, I told you when I first met Dee's, it was not going to be anything more than a uh, sexual friendship. Yeah. And then it turned into a relationship, but but if it if it, we both weren't on board, then it would have ended, and I would have been okay, mm-hmm. and he would have been okay. There is something about this. There's a feedback loop going on for me. Uh, oh, you We're love those feedback, feedback loops. Loop. Yeah, I think there is self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, you it think is, it's not going to like oh I'm you know I I worry that this is going to be the case that I you know I end up in this mismatched relationship because you've had that situation happen to you. And then of course by by worrying about it or something it, it I kind of trigger I I attract this type of relationship into my life I think not or or I avoid it entirely. Yeah, or you just happen to be desirable to to women and they. They it's just fall in love with you, even though if they, spin mother. even if they don't think at the beginning they're going to fall for you, they may fall in love with you, and it's just a risk of playing the big boy game. All right, let's hear what the listeners have to say about this. Well, there's a lot of comments. Okay, Megan, thank you very much for collecting all these. Kenzie says it's wise to have a conversation about it. Just be honest, and whatever you want is okay as long as you are ethical about it. I like that. So, so ethical that, is important. So that she's she's very much on your page, and my page. Lisa says, I am like Nikki G. I can't, Nikki Glazer, I can't do casual sex. It creates emotions. Cam, I appreciate that you're mindful of it. So Lisa, in that situation, do you outline that for guys that you're with? Or do you hope that they are on the same page and just hope for the best? Cirque du Soleil says, exactly. Conversation is so important. If you're in their pants, you should be able to have an honest conversation. Oh, that's a great line. Did you in hear that? their pants. If you're in their pants, you should be able to have that honest conversation. I'm writing it down. That's also been my role. I think that it's okay to have some form of emotions, like if you are having sex with them, you probably like them a little. All my friends with benefits have always been good friends, but we knew what the boundaries were. Very good. Very hard to find. Very good. AJ's comment, which was, no, nah, you are both adults and let them know before you start anything. If you are not on the same page, it will not work. However, some people are just not able to do it. It sounds like everyone's on, in uh, unanimous agreement. Yeah, you, you have to have the talk. You got you to be talking it out. Like usually my talk was, I'm not having sex with you. I'll just make out with you. That's That was my mature talk. That's a very mature talk, mother. And then it turns into, well, let's do a little bit more than that. That's not the talk. <laughs> that is not the talk. That's what I, that was. Ashton uh, feels like she, Ash, he or she got washed over. I love sex talk. With your mom, it's odd, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We got to wrap things up over here, mother. Oh, boy. 
Oh boy. This has been a real fun well, one. I really, a wanted real to read, I really wanted to read an iTunes review because I love iTunes reviews. Thank you and for I, everyone who's been leaving us iTunes reviews. And I, thank you for those who have taken a picture of themselves or, or their dashboard with uh, with Sex Talk with My Mom on it and posting it on their Instagram story because we repost there. Yes. Tag us at Sex Talk with My Mom. And you, subscribe. I wanted to read this one from Kylin. Uh, it says Cam and Karen Lee, five stars. Cam and Karen Lee are amazing and hilarious. I'm a 28-year-old mom of two. This podcast keeps me laughing and wanting to try new things. Yay. Recently, I've been w- making my husband listen along with me. And needless to say, now he's buying some new black play gloves. I love it. Thank you guys for opening up the door. No pun intended. Holy freaking moly. Oh, that's a good one. We're, we're getting the anal juices flowing. I guess so. Or getting some juices flowing. Who knows? The, the black nitrile gloves yeah, were definitely like recommended those. from the uh, the pleasure mechanics. Uh-huh. Lisa said, uh, Cam, I have tried to lie to myself and think it could be just sex. I know that now I would be very upfront now. And unfortunately, I think there are many men that wouldn't care if she ended up getting hurt. Uh, and then Ariel says, currently want to come to a party at my house that my house is having, <laughs> having <laughs> yeah. tonight. Sushi, mother, and sensuality. Oh, All girls. I love. I recommend you go to that. <laughs> All right. On that note, thank you guys very much for tuning in. We love you to the moon. We do. Thank you for all the people on Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. We got exclusive bonus content going on over there. And also you get to message us back and forth. There's stickers. There's all kinds of stuff, depending on what tier you're at. So join us at sex talk with my mom on Patreon. Do you have any any last words or, or singing? I do. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having that awkward conversation-y. Woohoo! Why do you nudge me? Like that was, was a good one? one? Yeah. An awkward conversation-y? Yes. What if you heard that in a song? You would be like, what the fuck lyric is that? I would that? think, what good rapper she might be. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Thank you. We Talk love you, you all. Keep chiming in. All right. Bye.